This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our look back on Week 11, San Diego State just keeps on rolling, and Donnell Pumphrey continues to climb the all-time record books and stay right there in the Heisman race. Aztecs win at Nevada 46-16 as Pumphrey piles up another 198 yards on the ground to go with his 14th touchdown of the season. Donnell Pumphrey right tackle, spin move at the goal line. Let him go. Touchdown. Touchdown, Aztecs. <laughs> Three yards. Ted Leitner with the call on the mighty 1090. San Diego State 9-1, and one, ranked 24th in the AP poll, and they'll go to Wyoming Saturday. Air Force suddenly has things turned around. Falcons riding a three-game winning streak behind their new starting quarterback, sophomore Arian Worthman. Option near side. Worthman carries first down, breaks at 45-40. Foot race to the end zone. They won't catch him. Touchdown! Arion Worthman, 54 yards for the score. Jim Arthur on KVOR in Colorado Springs. Air Force beats Colorado State 49-46. And the other big news this week, Fresno State hires Jeff Tedford as their new head coach. And he's a bulldog through and through. When I first went to Cal as the head coach, I was there for maybe a week. And someone asked me, do you bleed blue and gold? And I said, no, I've been here a week. I don't believe blue and gold yet. That has to be earned. It has to, there's a process in that. But I can honestly say I do bleed bulldog red because I've been here, and um, I appreciate it. Much more on this hire with the voice of the Bulldogs, Paul Leffler, coming up next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Troy Calhoun, head football coach of the United States Air Force Academy. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. Hey man, don't just sit there. The Mountain West Championship's coming. All 22 teams in action at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to themw.com slash 2017 for tickets. Tell them the King sent you. The Mountain West Basketball Championships, March 6th through the 11th at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to get your seats before they sell out. Sellouts? I love sellouts, baby. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is it. A 14-week pulse-pounding thrill ride of a season has just one final chapter. The 2016 Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. The Mountain West two best teams collide in a 60-minute showdown to crown a champion. Don't miss your chance to see it live. Get your tickets now at the MW.com. 
The Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. Work all year to get here. This is Ron Carriger, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Well, tough season for Fresno State. The Bulldogs just 1-9 and nine on the year, winless in the Mountain West at 0-6. Tim DeRuder was fired back on October 23rd. Offensive coordinator Eric Kiasaw has been serving as the interim head coach. But last week came the announcement that Fresno State has hired Jeff Tedford to take over the program in 2017. And joining us right now, the play-by-play voice of the Fresno State Bulldogs, Paul Leffler. Paul, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, Nate. Good to be with you. Paul, before we get to Jeff Tedford, let's start with Tim DeRuder. He was one of my favorites, always very generous with his time to this radio show. He won the conference championship his first two seasons with the Derek Carr teams. He won the West Division in his third season. And then four wins the last two years. What went wrong? Well, I think that's probably a complicated answer, but I'll start with the beginning. You know, he took over a job, and one of the things he did best was he united the fan base. He, you know, you've had two great coaches here in Jim Sweeney and Pat Hill, and there were kind of rival factions among the alumni. Some thought Sweeney was better. Some thought Hill was better. And there was a little alienation, and he healed that divide, and he brought them together and made everybody a bulldog, and that was a big victory for him. He inherited a ton of talent from Pat Hill, none bigger than Derek Carr, you know, who might be the NFL MVP this year. And I think that was a blessing and a curse. Uh, the blessing was it was two conference championships, but I think the incredible leadership skills of Derek Carr uh, left DeRuiter with a, a deficiency in that leadership department. He didn't have to lead the team as much because he had such an on-the-field leader, and he didn't want to get in his way. But when you're a first-time head coach, and that happens, and then you win two championships, why would you think you need to change anything? And when Derek Carr left, there was a leadership vacuum I think DeRuiter probably needed to step in more, uh, more actively, and didn't. And you know, and then the recruits didn't follow. The players he recruited weren't as talented or didn't perform as well as Pat Hill's recruits. And um, and then some of them left the program. It never was able to recruit a quarterback that could come close to what Derek Carr did. And you know, I, I think things just really snowballed on him. No one here has anything but great things to say about him as a human being. And they know he knows the sport of football. And they know he can coach. Uh, but it just it really fell apart in these last two seasons, and now Jeff Tedford has a pretty big rebuilding project on his hands. Yeah, and Jeff Tedford is the guy. We all saw the job that he did at Cal to get that program turned around. Why was he the choice for the administration at Fresno State? Well, I think for a lot of reasons. A big one is trust. Jim Bartko, the athletic director, has been a very good friend of Tedford's for many years, going back to their time at Oregon, their time together at Cal. Um, but Jeff Tedford's been connected to this fan base for even longer. He was a star quarterback here 35 years ago, the first real star quarterback they had since they built Bulldog Stadium. And the the play everyone remembers is his last play as a Bulldog, the last pass he threw in the Cal Bowl against Bowling Green as a last-second touchdown pass to Vince West and the lead to come from behind victory for the Bulldogs. And that was a time that people remember so fondly. Uh, He came back to the school as an assistant coach under Jim Sweeney, remained as the offensive coordinator for Pat Hill's first season, and then left for Oregon and on to Cal and all that. So he's always been in the Fresno State consciousness. Uh, He has a connection to the program. He understands the tradition of the school, understands the kind of young men you need to build the program, and that recruiting this area, the San Joaquin Valley, is high on the priority list. And all those things came through at his introductory news conference. 
And I think people around here are pretty excited about the hire. It's a pretty good fit. What kind of changes do you expect to see system-wise with Tedford coming in? Well, it'll be interesting because he's got a lot of recruiting to do. Their scholarship numbers are down. They only have 69 scholarship players right now, so he's got a whole recruiting class and then some of that backfill to undertake. Um, as far as the system, uh, I think offensively, there'll be more of a hybrid. Uh, he was a pro set guy for most of his tenure at Cal, but he's a little more open to the spread now. So I think you'll see elements of both, uh, a team that can go fast, that can slow the ball down, that can run the ball physically, and also spread you out and get matchups in space. Uh, he's going to need uh, an offensive line recruiting strategy to beef that back up, and probably on the defensive side as well. Initial reports are that he's going to stick with the 3-4 that is in here now defensively, but that could change over time. Uh, and I think really the focal point for him now is evaluating the personnel in the program, uh, the structure of the program, the things that are in place, the things that need to be added, the things that need to be thrown out. And uh, that's going to be task number one for the next few weeks as he launches into a recruiting season that will really be crucial for his chances at success next year. Like we talked about before, he's a Fresno State guy through and through. How has the fan base responded to the hire? I think very enthusiastically. You're always going to have elements that you maybe wanted to see another guy get considered. But when you're able to hire a guy who, A, played at your school, B, coached at your school, uh, C, has so many connections with the athletic department that's already there, and D, has proven he can win, um, in a tough situation, he inherited a Cal program that won one game and he turned it into a bowl team the very next year. And, you know, if you look at the history of Cal football, unless you go back to the Pappy Waldorf days more than a half century ago, no one's had more success at Cal than Jeff Tedford did. Um, and he was coaching at Cal at a time where USC was maybe as good as it's ever been. So it was not an easy task he had in Berkeley, but he performed it well. He was at the helm of the program as they launched their stadium building campaign and were able to build that beautiful new facility. So he's been through a lot of the things that Fresno State figures to go through. And I think if you're going to hire a coach who's got head coaching experience at a Power 5 school, is also connected to your program, and, and makes people feel like he's one of them, I think that's a win-win. It checks all the boxes. But now the proof will be in the pudding next year against a schedule that's really, really challenging for Fresno State. All right, Paul, two games left in this season for the Bulldogs. Hawaii and San Jose State both at home. As tough as this season has gone, these are two games that Fresno State can be in, that they can win. What do they have to do to finish this season strong? Well, they have to believe, first of all. I think that's the the biggest casualty of this season is that hope and belief on the field. I mean, these guys have gotten so used to losing in even games that they had a chance to win. If you look across the country, the only program really that's had a tougher time the last two years is the University of Kansas. After that, it's Fresno State. And those are the only two teams this year that haven't beaten another FBS school. Well, the Bulldogs can make people stop saying that if they get a win one of these last two weeks, and both would be better. Fresno State's never had a team that lost 10 games, so they'll need to win both of those games to avoid that. I think there is enough talent on this team to make it happen. Um, that big thorn in their side for the last two, really even three seasons, has been that quarterback position. And they're going to play both quarterbacks, Chase and Virgil and Zach Klein, this week against Hawaii. We'll see how that works out. Does one of them finally catch fire? Does he make the guys around him believe? Can they finally get over that hump? I think the potential is there, but it's proven so, so difficult to, to put that into practice and make it happen on a Saturday afternoon. Hawaii and Fresno State this Saturday afternoon at Bulldog Stadium. Paul Leffler, the voice of the Fresno State Bulldogs. Paul, as always, thank you for the time. Have a great call this weekend. Thanks a lot, Nate.
I'll tell you where and when you can watch that matchup as well as the other five games in Mountain West play this weekend. When we return, it's the Week 12 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and we're back after these words from your local station. This is Nick Rolovich, head coach of the University of Hawaii football. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. 